Hello and welcome to Balance by Beck and Laura. I'm Laura, a positive psychological life coach and your co-host. And I'm Beck, a holistic health coach and your other co-host. Together, we're two millennials who've been through their own shit. And we're here to help you break through your own. This is your space for all things mindset, personal growth and well-being. We're bringing you balance without the bullshit. Hi and welcome back to Balance by Beck and Laura. This week, welcome. Sorry. <laughs> this week we wanted to chat about overcoming overwhelm and how we do that in a lockdown world. So yes, I know we all got the news we didn't want to hear a couple of weeks ago, and yes the date for everything going back to normal in air quotes has now been pushed back a little um i think overwhelm has been a huge huge issue for a lot of people over the whole of this period but it might be a bit more frustrating and coming up a bit more now we feel like we're so close to that finish line but we're yeah. crawling, crawling towards it's it. It's the classic. And it keeps moving yeah. further and further away. It's like when you're running with a little carrot yes. right in front of <laughs> you. Or my friend always used to say it's like a burger because I wouldn't run for a carrot. So no, it's, imagine true. there's a hamburger in front of you and then you're always running for that, but then you'll never get the hamburger. Mm. That's. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like really weirdly craving Kit Kats today, so I think it'd be a Kit Kat oh, for me. Kit, Kit Kat. Kat on a stick. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> a wonderful analogy of lockdown. But yeah, like Beck said, it's been something, you know, feeling overwhelmed from the very start has been something that I think we have all at one point or another felt. And especially as we're coming to the end, at least of this little period, and obviously we don't know what might happen, what might not happen. So it's really normal to actually find yourself in that overwhelmed place where you're just desperate for things to be a little bit different whatever that looks like for you Mm. so for some people that might be back to normal 100% some people that might be just a little bit more than we have now for some people it might even be you know going a few steps back and not having as much freedom as we have now so everyone is obviously feeling the overwhelm but for it's weird it's like for different reasons but for the same reason at the same time it's like Mm. it's all around lockdown but everyone's obviously facing this in a different way I think that's a really good point because there's also the feeling of overwhelm because we've gone for so long without seeing a lot of other people and being in public spaces and doing all that kind of stuff and now we've got this pressure to see our friends a little bit more and you know going from nothing to all that at once I know I'll admit I'm struggling with that um you know I'm I I thought you know I have friends and particularly my boyfriend's like extreme extrovert he wants to go out all the time now meet everyone do everything drink all this and I've actually found that I'm getting exhausted from those like if I spend a weekend doing something every day I'm just like not great for the week after I need to just do nothing but also really like slow down and look after myself I think yeah that's something that so many people that I talk to you know before this whole lockdown and pandemic 
everyone was kind of going at 100 miles an hour and we knew that we couldn't go at 100 miles an hour we knew that that wasn't a sustainable life to be commuting and working and going out and then always having plans every single weekend and things like that and I wasn't I wouldn't say that I was someone who was like that but it's weird that now with hindsight I'm like oh actually you know I was working five days a week and I would always try and do something afterwards whereas now like you said I'm finding the overwhelm I can kind of psych myself up for weekends and going to see friends and see family and have plans on my days off but then during the week I just hibernate like Mm -hmm. if you get a text back from me it is a rare occasion like there are so (laughs) many people just waiting in my whatsapp list for replies for weeks I'm just like I put everything into seeing people in person that actually then doing things during the week that that overwhelms me and that's too much of my energy I am like Mm. 50 50 introvert extrovert I'm like straight down the line (laughs) on like all the personality tests so I can like I can do both but I am definitely feeling that yeah I can get my like extroverted side out which I love but then I go like full-on introvert during the week and I focus on like my work my business and then just me and it's like everyone else just waits for like the weekend to get a reply or to get something Mm. but it's just too overwhelming to try and do it all at the moment yeah it really is I think like I was in quite a sweet spot before um Mm. the pandemic hit because I was really lucky with my job I work from home all the time um so like you said I'm kind of both extrovert and introvert but I think I am more of an introvert so for me being in an office five days a week all day was really not great for me but I didn't really have an option but then I got this job with this company and it was just a thing that remote working was the way they did stuff you know we had the option to go into an office but I chose to work from home because that's just what worked for me and something that has good come out of this is that more and more companies have realized that that can be the way to go and that can improve well-being yeah definitely I think that's a really good opportunity for a lot of people like some people don't want it and that's absolutely fine yeah yeah. 100% but those who were finding it a bit overwhelming to actually balance everything that they had going on and have time for themselves like I do think that working from home you know if you can then that does give you some of that flexibility and chance to actually just Mm. take a bit more time for yourself and yeah I mean I say every time that I say this all of my friends who work on like shifts or work in jobs that just don't have what I'm working at like I can just hear them shouting at me like it's not fair and I know it isn't and I know it's yeah it's in a weird it is a weird way to almost be like privileged to be able to work from home during Mm. like this time um but yeah I do think it has been something that has well it's probably actually it's like it's helped the overwhelm that we were feeling before the pandemic but then on the same side it's probably also not helped the overwhelm because you're at home all the time and like everything is you know surrounding your falls of where you've got no escape yeah yeah so and that can be really overwhelming yeah I think that's what it came for me because I live in a a two-bed apartment you know my living room is 
my kitchen, my dining room, my office, yeah. my yoga studio, my yeah. chill out time. It's where we sit and watch TV. It's everything in one. And yeah. that really became quite tough for me. Um, like now we are looking for a bigger place and a house just so that I can have a room where I do my work and that's it because I never really you know before this I never realized that how important it is to have that separation of work play home you know everything at once and it does it gets really really hard especially like you know it's been really nice having my boyfriend working from home as well because I'm used to being on my own all day every day and I don't like I like my alone time but I class alone time with him as being the same thing really because I'm so comfortable with him being there so when he's home working it's nice because I've got company but then at the same time it's more of a bit of office dynamic and then turning the flat into something that it shouldn't be and uh, yeah it's just too much so I think that's where I kind of developed what I like to call a reset routine um, last year. So tell us about this reset routine. Yeah, so I think having everything going on in the same room, in the same place, it's really important to have like a little break off point in between each task. So when you've been working all day, you switch your laptop off and then if you just go and sit down and watch TV or you just go over to the kitchen and cook a meal, you're not having any separation in between what's going on. So your brain isn't registering that, oh, this is me time now. It's just like you're performing for something all day. So I came up with like my personal favourite things to do were either take a really quick walk when I close my laptop, eat just 15 minutes around the block, whether it was cold or whatever, because that just helped to like, I feel like you've got to do something that's a bit of a shock to the system compared to what you've been doing. So if you've been sat at a desk all day, something that snaps you out of that. So yeah. a walk in the cold, obviously quite, it's quite warm now, so it's a bit different. <laughs> a shower, I love doing a shower. Um, some people, I would recommend cold shower for me. No thanks, oh, I fucking hate no. that. Ugh. No way. I don't know if you've already touched on this in another episode. I but, think we might oh have, God, but yeah, no, 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 not for us. Yeah, no. shower, um, a, a quick exercise, something like that. But I tend not to go for exercise because I class that as one of my you know like you have work cooking chilling yeah exercise yeah. is one of those rather than the break in between so yeah something that really helps you to snap in between like think sensory think something like using an essential oil that smells really strong and zingy to yeah. like wake you up quickly and snap you out of that zone oh I like that mm-hmm. yeah no I definitely when I'm doing like obviously I have my day job and then like literally the second that I finished that for the day I shut down the laptop but then I unplug it and I put it away in like the little cupboard under my desk yes and then I then bring that out first thing in the morning because that was always something you know when I was going to an office I'd be walking to work with my laptop in my bag you'd sit down and you'd set up your desk Mm. and that would be a little thing so that was something that. that I started to do but then yeah I definitely think getting out and about and it's not something that I do regularly but when I do do it that you feel the instant benefit of almost 
giving yourself like a little commute to and yeah. from works like having that walk because I know some of my friends did that in the very first lockdown like those who actually lived close to the office they walked to the office and then walked back home oh. as like their little commute to then start the day and then like you know obviously if you didn't live anywhere near your office yeah then um going on walks and yeah doing something nice just to idea. signal that right now I'm arriving in wherever I'm gonna work I'm gonna now work and I'm gonna put it away and then I'm leaving and then when I come back it's now home Mm. and it's now like chill out space because I think that is something that can really yeah contribute towards that feeling of overwhelm is just having all of those things mixed up and I know you know one of the reasons why I felt overwhelmed probably in the second lockdown the most I just I would stay in bed all the time because if I didn't have meetings I'd be like cool I'm gonna work from bed and it would get to like 12 one o'clock where I was still in my pajamas <laughs> I still like haven't had a shower and like I'd do it quickly before I then had like afternoon meetings and things like that but it's like actually that was one of the like screamingly obvious now that I look back at it signs that I was just really struggling with overwhelm because all I wanted to do was just stay in bed. I was like, I'm I'm happy here. This is my little space. But actually it wasn't the healthiest thing for me to be doing to be, you know, before going to bed, I would maybe like watch videos or like watch TV with my fiance. And then you obviously fall asleep, you then wake up, then to like work in bed. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then like breakfast in bed. And although like some of those things are nice to like do as like a one off or mm. like a little rare thing or maybe like a weekend treat, like doing it Monday to Friday. And then when you get to the weekends, if you didn't have plans because we were, you know, in more of a lockdown than we currently are, it'd be like, cool, well, I might as well just stay in bed until, you know, like midday ish. And like my whole life was just being spent horizontal (laughs) and yeah it was just now that I look back at it it's like that was one of the big signs that I was so overwhelmed but I hadn't quite realized it at the time I don't think I think like bed is a completely like different area as well because there's a lot of um you know like sleep specialists and people like that who say that your bed should be treated as like a sacred space you should yeah. only use it for sleeping and sex basically yeah. um because your brain then it's like training a dog you're like training your brain <laughs> to realize that bed means this or this like hopefully you won't get them mixed up but <laughs> um yeah that that feeling of okay i'm in bed now the lights are out it's comfy it's that means it's time to sleep simple simple concepts like that whereas if you go to bed and you watch tv you wake up do work all that kind of thing it takes away that like sacred element and it just becomes another room and another piece of furniture that doesn't and that's the thing it just adds into that kind of morphing of and you know like i'm lucky to be in a three-bed house we moved into it during whatever lockdown last june was and yeah but even then you know we have like a separate kitchen to the lounge area like downstairs and we have like three rooms upstairs but then like the bedroom the kitchen the living room was just merging Mm -hmm. into just 
like everything happens you know you're working or you're eating or yeah you're, I'm like, not gonna say around. where my mind's going right now <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah and then you know we had to we turned around like right you know we now are in what we would call, like a one bedroom house with two home offices because we've yeah. just converted like the two smaller rooms into our own spaces and that has really helped kind of like com- compartmentalizing yeah is that how you pronounce it Compart- yeah that didn't sound right as i said it <laughs> but yeah like breaking it down so actually you know at the start of the day we go into our offices we do our work in here unless it's been you know a heat wave day then mm. i sit outside in my paddling pool um but normally all of our work <laughs> is done in these rooms but then it's like the the significance of them being able to not only like you know shut down your desk shut down your laptop close it all off but like leave that yeah, space physically and like to shut to shut the door on it and I, I remember someone telling me who wasn't in a house who was in like a, an apartment where you know it was all open plan and open space but it was like actually like you said even if you can like leave your apartment or like go into another like just like shutting the door and then going and doing something for a bit mm. even that, if that is just in another area of your apartment or if you're in your house like that mentally is like helping you bit right that part of the day is done now yeah like, it sounds so simple but it is it's true and i think another thing as well like back to what you mentioned before about putting your laptop away the act of doing that also keeps that out of your head for the rest of the evening so if your laptop's out sat there your notebook whatever every time you glance at it you're gonna think about work and you're gonna think oh tomorrow i've got to do this this and this or today i have this this and this and you want to eliminate that as much as possible you want to be able to switch off you know um so yeah like removing all those distractions and things that will tempt you to stress and add to that overwhelm I think like one of my experiences with overwhelm I can go one or the other so I can be like that I just want to stay in bed all the time because I'm so exhausted like I'm exhausted but I still can't sleep because my head won't stop so then I just want to sleep during the day but you can't so it's Uh a horrible cycle but then on the other hand I get to where my head is just constantly constantly going and I'm panicking so much about stuff that I've got to do stuff that I want to do that I feel like I have to do everything like I've got to get up early because I don't have enough hours in the day to do xyz and yeah yeah I get that sort of anxiety frantic side of it instead so for me it's a lot about like separating those thoughts out and deciding which ones you know need attention and which I can just put to the side till another day and not just get completely overfaced with everything that's going on I think that is one of you know the easiest not easiest but that's one of the signs that you wouldn't necessarily link to feeling overwhelmed Mm -hmm. because they are so often like symptoms of so many other different things um but yeah like that that constant voice in your head telling you that you need to do this you need to do that which actually just results in that lack of focus and that's not being able to actually prioritize anything or actually like you know take action on anything because Mm. it is just so 
overwhelming that you've got 101 different thought tornadoes in your head yes you know, that are all just going at 100 miles an hour and it's like i can't focus on one like there's just too much going on and i think especially within this lockdown world you know because there are so so many what ifs and there are so many unanswered questions and there are so many unknown things that that then adds into whatever you have going on in your world as well Mm -hmm. and whatever your work life looks like whatever your family or home life looks like and yeah with all of those it can then become really easily just to slip into that mindset of I just I can't I can't do anything and you kind of get it's almost like the freeze flight or fight I said that in the complete (laughs) order um backwards still kind of works but it it puts you kind of into that freeze I just can't do anything and I think because we're also in that we're in a pandemic and a global one and literally so much is out of our control that you do just find yourself frozen and it's like I I I just don't know I don't know what to do I think think, sorry I think it gets dangerous then because you're like what's wrong with me why can't I do this everybody else seems fine even though you're not everybody's you know everybody's not fine exactly you still there's still a voice in your head telling you that they are and you start thinking you're failing or not capable of things when it's that negative self-talk as as much as everybody keeps saying we are in a pandemic like this is huge this is hard it's still really hard to acknowledge that yourself oh yeah and let that guilt go yeah and that because there is nothing that we can do about it but we're just so programmed to have to be in control Mm. of our realities and in our worlds and have be in control of what's going on at work and what's going on at home and what's going on like with your social circles and yeah yeah to have everything completely out you would get that negative self-talk of oh well if you can't you know organize your thoughts and if you can't stay on top of things and I mean look at I don't know someone on Instagram their one minute that they've uploaded onto a story today like Mm -hmm. they've got their shit together why don't you like that voice in your head can become really loud and really critical and again you know that's just another classic sign of of being overwhelmed Mm -hmm. like just having too much and needing and I think you touched on it before we didn't quite say it but like having some way of unraveling those thoughts that are going on yeah and I remember you did an amazing reel um months ago <laughs> on it but like unraveling all of your thoughts like they were little pieces of string and then yeah. like through like journaling and practices like that and just for anyone who yeah. hasn't seen the reel I basically had loads of pieces of string and bundled them all up like imagine each piece of string is a thought and a question in your head bundle them all up tangle them all together you can't tell what's what you can't tell which way around it's supposed to go it's just a mess but if you then carefully take out one piece of string and lay it down and then keep doing that until all the pieces of string are set out you can see each one individually and it's a much more 
simple you know kind of layout to then decipher what's important and what's what so for me that was what journaling represents it's writing down the thoughts that are in your head it doesn't matter what order that's in how they're coming in anything like that what they are just writing them all down and then once they're out of your head and on paper you can read through them and yeah decipher them properly it just makes things a lot more palatable and easy to get through yeah and it gives you some perspective on them as well because when they're going on in your own head you know you you can add to them you can start judging them you can get like just caught up within yeah within that and so by actually like putting them down outside of your head so whether you're like speaking them into a voice note whether you're talking through them with a friend or with a therapist or a counselor or a coach or whether you're writing them down in a journal you know it's gonna help you to just yeah like actually spot what is going on in my in your head and then it gives you that perspective of actually number one do I want to be thinking about this like do I want to be saying this to myself Mm -hmm. you can kind of spot if there's things like coming up quite regularly maybe you're being like really critical of yourself maybe you know like I said earlier you're like really judgy of yourself and what you're doing in this lockdown compared to everyone else and it gives you a chance to then kind of step back and be like oh okay so this is everything that's going on in my head right now there's like you know there's themes of x y and z so you know i'll go get some support or try and find some prompts to help me with that or find a new routine or a ritual that's gonna help me a ritual go a ritual (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think journaling for a lot of people during lockdown because because everyone has gone through this so individually and no one has had the same experience mm. during this time and even you know even with me and my fiance like it's we've had so many arguments and clashed so many times because I've been experiencing something one way and he actually has a different perspective and a different approach and a different opinion to it <laughs> yeah but during, when it's just the two of you locked down together yeah. and I'm sure you know if there's three four five six of you like when you're all going through something like physically together but mentally and emotionally millions of miles apart it can be then quite isolating like even more and so having like a journal or like a safe space during this time when you are feeling overwhelmed Mm. can just can help you process that because otherwise I think people can start to push things down because it's like oh I don't want to like talk about that or I don't want to think about that because it's just going to start another argument about the pandemic and all of this so yeah I think that if you are you know feeling overwhelmed and have related to what we've kind of been talking about then looking just you can get journals that have prompts written in you can google and there are like hundreds and thousands of different prompts that you can find but having something to actually give yourself a release of what you're feeling and thinking and what's going on for you mentally can maybe it's definitely could, at least uh, personally been one of the best ones we could share some we could write some together and share them on instagram oh i like yeah that. when we post this uh, episode for everyone yes can, uh, go check our instagram yeah. by the time this is out watch us forget and be like, <laughs> like talking about a completely different thing <laughs> yeah 
But yeah, yeah I think that would be really useful actually. So mm. then, yeah, have some prompts that if you are interested in this and you haven't had necessarily a journaling practice before, then we can help you for sure. One thing you just reminded me of, Ben, like talking about how people are having different experiences, even when you're living together and whatever. I think one of the really important ways to help with overwhelm is like setting boundaries and having good communication. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's a juicy one because nobody likes doing it. Not even me. No. (laughs) But once you do do it, everything changes. And yeah, it's it's so, so important. I think, especially if you're living with somebody, just to... Not everybody can understand other people's experience, you yeah. know? If they've not been through it themselves, they might not be able to see where you're coming from. But no, if you can say to them, look, like, I understand that you don't know how I feel, but... I just ask that you respect that I feel differently and yeah. you know I need to do xyz to help myself feel okay and that's going to happen so yeah. like for me that was a morning routine for me um a while ago um being given my own space to get up do my little like routines that I like doing not being rushed around not being yeah trodden on or asked or pestered to do anything else or anything like that that's always the worst isn't it when mm-hmm. you're trying to do something but then they're like can you just do this yeah can you just do that <laughs> or oh we're going out are you ready no I'm not no I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'll be ready when I'm ready. <laughs> but yeah. Um yeah. yeah, things like that. So whether it's that or whether it's saying there's this one thing that I like doing. I like to have a bath in quiet a couple of times yeah. a week. I'm I'll be in there for an hour. You do your thing, just don't come near that bathroom while I'm in there. That's yeah. you know, simple, simple things like that. Just say setting those boundaries around yourself and yeah yeah and that can it can be hard because you are with whoever you're living with for a lot of the time which beforehand Mm. you know you would have had a bit more time apart where you could have maybe done like whatever rituals or whatever things yeah but yeah I know like for me at the start when I was doing like I'd get a bit into meditating and oh, into God. yoga and into all things like that and like he would just walk into the room and be like oh so what are we having for dinner and I was like you're actually kidding me right now oh. or like I'd be doing yoga and he'd be like oh so you're doing one of those weird wooey things or like oh, stuff like that because I do like moon yoga and things like that and I was like look I get that you think this is all witchcraft and I get that you think this is all weird and woo I mean, like, if he had any idea of how to actually use Instagram, then he would know. Like, (laughs) I'm literally the most basic level person. Like, I love meditating and I love yoga, but I wouldn't say, like, you know, full-blown witchy-woo vibes just yet. Just yet. (laughs) Just yet. You never know. You never know what could happen. Mine just depends on what side I get out of the bed in the morning, I think. (laughs) But yeah, and I had to say to him, I was like, look, like this stuff is just helping me. Like, you know, having something to look forward to, it's giving me a little 
thing that's actually just my own and our lives are so intertwined and we're doing absolutely everything together Mm. and it's not that I don't love you it's just that I need a (laughs) bit of a break and you know sitting outside looking at the moon doing yoga and yeah like meditating and journaling that was my like and it wasn't even a regular thing it's like you know every time there's a new moon or a full moon that's more like every two weeks I was like give me a break man (laughs) like (laughs) I'm not doing it like every single day but yeah I had to set that boundary that actually Mm. this stuff works for me you have Call of Duty, Warzone, you have FIFA, you have whatever <laughs> other things it's you the play same, on your but damn different. PlayStation. <laughs> and it's like, I was like, look, that's how you get into your like flow zone. Yeah. That is how you switch off. I don't understand it. I've studied positive psychology, I've studied holistic health, still don't quite get how jumping out of a helicopter and shooting people is classified as the same as me meditating in yoga, but we roll with it for the sake of women to get married in a year. But yeah, and I was like, look, you have your stuff. I don't get it. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I have my stuff. You don't get it. Like, let's just leave it at that and give each other like a hot minute to just do those things and to just have those boundaries and give Mm -hmm. ourselves like the time and to do whatever you like. I think at the end of the day, you just need to give yourself time to do whatever it is that's going to help you feel good and help you feel less overwhelmed, like whatever that looks like. And I think, you know, there's been a lot of overwhelm of trying to keep up with how the normal way of living through lockdown and this pandemic was meant to be. And it's like, if you didn't learn a second language and if you didn't do a banana bread and if you didn't do X, Y, and Z, and it's like, no, if you got through this, you know congrats to you kudos to you like in whatever way that that looks like like that's fine but I think there was a lot of overwhelm of oh I need to make a banana bread oh I need to do this and it's like let's all just take a chill pill (laughs) figure out what we actually want to do doesn't matter if it's instagrammable or not like just unapologetically prioritize your own shit Mm -hmm. and your own needs that is like I always say to people you have to be selfish to a certain mm-hmm. extent, of course. But yeah, you've got to be selfish somewhere because you have to put yourself first and look after yourself because who are you without that, really? No, exactly. You can't be exactly. you without, you know, everything that you need to keep your cup full and balanced. Yeah. So put that first. Yeah. And it is completely okay if whatever that looks like is just unique to you and none of your friends none of your family none of the people that you follow on instagram like no one who's talking to news presenters like it doesn't matter if it's really niche for you like it's just whatever's gonna help you navigate this time feeling your like as much as you can feeling your best self Mm mm-hmm and even if that's not the best you've ever been just the best you can be right now the best you can feel right now with what you've got because things are shit things are tough so yeah be kind to yourself yeah it's okay if not every day looks the same like your best self one day might be doing lots of different things your best self another day might be the fact that you got up and you got out of bed and you managed to go on a walk or you managed to 
do your job and yeah. kind of make dinner and that or was it. Or even like, just literally watching Netflix on the sofa all day instead yeah. of watching it from bed. It sounds yeah. silly, but that is, sometimes that is an achievement, you know? Exactly. On days when I'm feeling particularly down, that can be a huge win. The fact that yeah. you've, like, respected the fact that your bedroom is for sleep and you've got up and move to another soft furnishing (laughs) (laughs) I love that and I think that could easily be one of the journal prompts that we put together Mm. for this podcast yeah your your wins of the day no matter how small or no matter how big like what you actually achieve because changing that narrative of you know there is a lot to be said about the really small accomplishments and the really big ones and everything in between like when you start to realize that and it's not just because you hit all of the circles on your apple watch or because (laughs) you've done loads of different things you know like changing that narrative and stop being so hard on yourself for not having done certain things that can then like yeah influence and flow into so many other areas of your life yeah and it can be that you decided to not see friends this weekend that can be a win if you know that that's not gonna charge you up it's gonna deplete you and you decided to set a boundary and say i'm sorry but i'm not gonna make it that can be a win those boundaries are one of the most important things especially during the next few weeks when things are probably going to come up for you mentally or emotionally and yeah those what if thoughts those yeah what's gonna happen I have no idea all of those might start arising as we come to the end of however long it's been um (laughs) since we were told we were doing this I lose track (laughs) yes lockdown 365 um but yeah I think these little things can they might seem really simple and really small but actually they will help you to look after yourself if you are starting to feel overwhelmed especially in the next few weeks yes I agree so I think that's a really nice note to wrap up as do I. Mm. <laughs> We're getting good at this. I've loved this. Like this I has been say, such a good think, chat. Yeah, hopefully you enjoyed it as well. Mm. And yeah, definitely come over to our Instagrams. We will this week definitely share some journaling prompts yeah, to help you navigate this wild time we're living in. Yes, and I might share a meditation as well. Oh, bit of an impromptu decision. two for one. Mm. Two, well, you've committed to it now. I have. I have. Yeah, I actually I like wrote that. one today that I think could work pretty well. Oh. So, yeah, I might share that with you all too. So, if you do want to download the meditation, we're going to give you a secret password in this podcast episode, and just send us a message on Instagram, either one of us, saying what the password is, and we will send you a link to download the meditation. This is so exciting. So secretive. Ooh, sneaky, <laughs> sneaky. So, the secret password is... I wish I could do a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> the password is... Ned the Squirrel. So just pop over to our Instagram, send us a message saying Ned the Squirrel and we'll send you the meditation. It's a good one. It's all about 
integrating back into social situations and meeting new people and dealing with the anxiety and overwhelm that can sometimes come along with that so yay this is gonna be so good but yeah send us a message nerd the squirrel and you can get your hands on that meditation well (laughs) before we start promising too many other things (laughs) let's go <laughs> uh, well thank you for coming back and listening again um, don't forget to follow us on Spotify if you're listening on there hopefully we'll be on Apple Podcasts soon as well so you can yes. subscribe and review and all that fancy stuff exactly and yeah. if anyone out there knows how to actually get on there faster hit us up, speed let it us up, know speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll let you know as soon as we are anyway and then uh, yeah that can get going cool fabulous well thank you very much thanks for tuning in we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did don't forget to subscribe and head to the show notes to follow us on instagram see you soon